When Alice asked the Cheshire cat, would you tell me please which way I ought to go from here? The cat responded, that depends a good deal on where you want to get. And that, my friends, is what we are going to talk about on today's episode of Money Mile. Where are you going? And how are you going to know when you get there? Welcome back to Money Mile. I am your host, Justin Waller, and I am happy that you are here. Money Mile is where we help active, time-crunched people increase confidence in their finances while increasing their fitness. We package financial education into roughly mile-sized educational bits for approximately one mile on your long, steady run. And we strive to make each episode valuable for you. This is the best financial education podcast designed for triathletes and runners. In our last episode, we talked about risk management in your financial training plan. We talked about the five key areas of financial risk we need to be aware of, which are medical, property and liability, income, premature death, and long-term care. We covered the basics of these at the sprint level, and your homework from that episode was to write down how much you have in cash reserves and figure out how long you would last if you had to live off of your cash reserve. Is it months? Weeks? Or would you be hard-pressed to make it to the weekend? So how did that go? Email us at info at wallerfc.com. We respond to every email you send in, so if you did not get a response, please let us know, and we'll follow up. In today's episode, we will be discussing the goal-setting component of your financial training plan at the sprint level. When we are done with this episode, I want you to feel confident to think about your goals and what you are trying to accomplish financially. Now, I know what you might be thinking, how did we get this far in the financial training program without talking about goals? The reality of it is that there are certain things we need to take care of regardless of your goals. And that is why I wanted to go through the basics of the other areas first. For example, regardless of your goals, you need to have an appropriate estate plan. Now that we've gone through the basics of estate planning, risk management, income tax planning, investments, and cash flow, now we get to have a conversation about developing goals. If your goal is to finish a 5K or to win your age group at 70.3 Worlds, you are going to need to approach things differently. Both the goals are perfectly fine, but your approach to them should be different. Your finances are very similar. If you are just getting started, it would likely be a better goal to have a well-funded cash reserve rather than focusing on the goal of having $42 million. Depending on your resources, your goals might be easier or harder to attain. If you are a technology executive earning $400,000 a year, you might have more capacity to reach financial goals than if you are a first-year elementary school teacher earning $50,000 a year. For lots of folks I talk with, they just want to be doing better than they are doing currently. And while this is a reasonable aspiration, this is not really a goal. You may have heard of the acronym of a SMART goal. I have heard several different breakdowns, but the one I prefer is S stands for specific, M is measurable, A is actionable, R is realistic, and T is time-bound. So if you have a SMART goal, it is specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-bound. Any goal you have, you can compare to this breakdown to see if it is a SMART goal. You want to have $10 million. Well, okay. You want to have $10 million by your 50th birthday? Okay, we're getting better. 
Some other components of a SMART goal require a little more attention, so let's go through them in order. Let's start with S, specific. The goal needs to be specific in nature. Being rich is like being fast. What does rich look like for you, and how fast do you want to be? You need to be specific with your goals. Measurable. In order to make progress towards a goal, you need to be able to measure progress toward that goal. A goal typically becomes measurable when you put numbers to it. You want to have $10 million? That's measurable. You are either there or you're not, and you can measure the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. Actionable. Is this goal something you can take action and move towards? If your goal is to solve world hunger or solve climate change, you might have difficulty taking action toward that goal. If you want to have $10 million and you can save toward that goal, you can take action towards that goal. Let's talk about being realistic. This one can take a bit of guess and check. If your goal is to have $10 million next year and you currently have $1 million, unless you are earning at least $9 million a year and can somehow save all of it, this goal is not very realistic. An alternative here is that if you want to have $10 million in 20 years and you already have $5 million, you have a lot of time on your side. Regardless of your annual savings capacity, if you are investing appropriately, it would be reasonable to think that you could get from $5 million to $10 million in 20 years just from investing wisely. Time-bound. In order to have a smart goal, it needs to be time-bound. Back to my prior example, if you want to have $10 million versus if you want to have $10 million by your 50th birthday, that is time-bound. Depending on your resources, your goals might be different. Everyone's situation is different, and you should have goals that are appropriate for your situation. We all have heard the rags-to-riches stories that are full of hard work and a good bit of luck. Hard work is good, but I believe luck favors the prepared, but we cannot plan on luck. For our triathletes out there, we regularly test ourselves, but sometimes the goals are not as robust as they could otherwise be. We all want to go as fast as we can in a triathlon, but that is not really a smart goal. In finance, here's an example of what I would consider to be a smart goal. My goal is to be able to spend the equivalent of $6,000 per month for the rest of my life when I turn 65 without having to earn it. So let's test this goal. Is it specific? Yes. Is this goal measurable? Yes, I can measure it. Now, if I do the financial calculations and I assume a 4% withdrawal rate, I'll need to have a net amount of about $1.8 million to generate the income that I'm looking for. If I assume a 25% tax rate on all of my assets, I'll need to have $2.4 million before taxes, which will allow me to spend $6,000 a month. Is this goal actionable? Do I have $2.4 million now? If not, I can take actions towards making that happen. And finally, realistic. If I have $1 million now and I have the capacity to save $50,000 per year, it could be realistic depending upon how much time I have. Last piece here is time-bound. This goal is time-bound as the specific time is my 65th birthday. If I just had my 64th birthday and I only have $1 million in my portfolio, this may not be realistic anymore, but it is time-bound. Now, if I'm 45 and we are looking at the previous assumptions, it could be very realistic. 
So that's how we test these goals to see if they're smart goals. I'm going to share with you one of my favorite quotes of all time. This one is from Robert Brault. We are kept from our goals, not by obstacles, but by a clearer path to lesser goals. Goals change over time, and I think that they should. Goals should evolve with you and be a better reflection of who we want to be as people in the future and the lives we want to live. But only you can set your goals. Nobody else can make a goal for you. Others can tell you what to do, but they can't really create a goal for you. That is part of the burden of living in a free society, and specifically here in the United States of America. The Constitution reads as follows. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness is the unalienable right, not the achievement of it. So pick a goal that is meaningful for you and something you will be proud of when you accomplish it. When you embrace your goals, we identify some of our current limitations and our goals get better. Here's a brief personal story about evolution of goals. At one point in my life, I wanted to race world championships at iron distance in Kona. I worked very hard towards this goal for several years. And at my previous peak fitness, my fastest Ironman race finish was about 10 hours and 8 minutes. At that race, if I was going to qualify for Kona, I would have had to go more than 50 minutes faster than I did in order to qualify. As I was reflecting about this goal, I realized that part of the reason I wanted to race in Kona was not for my own experience. It was to be able to answer yes to the question, have you ever raced Kona? After years of working hard towards this goal, I realized that this goal had a lot more to do with self-image as a triathlete, and I did not feel worthy unless I had raced Kona. I have since changed my goal that I want to race world championships in my 70s. This means that I will need to take care of my body and stay active to such a degree that I am continuing to push myself and do better physically, but that I can still race in my 70s. If I wreck my knees in my 50s, that's not going to work. I want to be able to race world championships in my 70s. Now, I would encourage you to focus on goals that are internally motivating for you. In our next episode, I will share with you my current financial goals, and I will share with you a bit more about my financial journey, where I'm at now, and where I'm headed. I hope that this sprint level of education around goal setting was helpful and valuable for you. As with most things, what you do is more important than what you know. So we're going to talk about a bit of homework for this episode. Write out a goal that is important to you and put it to the SMART test. Is it specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-bound? It can be financial or athletic in nature. We like all types of goals here. It has been shown multiple times that writing down your goal and putting it in a place you will see often is very beneficial to making progress towards that goal. So that is your homework. Write out a goal that is important to you and post it in a place you see often. Your bathroom mirror can be a great spot, as is the lock screen on your phone. Post it somewhere you will see your SMART goal often. Please email me at info at wallerfc.com and tell me, what is your SMART goal and where is it posted? If you're so inclined, I'd love to see your post on social media and tag Money Mile in the post. 
It's up to you to make your goals a reality. The first step is to have a goal. In our next episode, I'm going to share with you some more details about my financial journey, my goals, and where I'm headed from here. It will be a peek behind the curtain of a financial planner's life, and I hope you find it valuable. Thank you for investing a mile with me. I hope it's been a valuable time spent for you. Keep in mind, if you work out, everything else will too.